everybody. Ray Bram here. Welcome to the podcast that will help you increase the income and influence of your book beyond royalties. Book Profit Secrets with Ray Bram starts now. Everybody, Ray Bram here. Welcome to another amazing session. And I'm here with Alex Strathy. He is a Amazon ads expert. He's doing my ads, by the way. And what he's done something pretty unique. He's got a passion for books and he's married that with tech to create uh, his company, Advanced Amazon Ads. And we're going to talk about the algorithm, all that stuff. So I'm, I'm pretty excited. Welcome, Alex. Yeah, thank you for having me. So let, let's give us the 30,000 foot view. How did you get to where you are? Let's talk about that passion and, and tech merge. Yeah, absolutely. I started off um, like everyone else as an author, uh, that author who thought I was going to write a book that was going to sell thousands of copies. And without a really good game plan, it, it doesn't happen. And so, you know, one of the aspects of that game plan is Amazon ads. And we ran Amazon ads and, and just failed miserably. And so one of the things I like to say is never trust someone that doesn't walk with a limp. <laughs> and uh, we're limping. <laughs> we were limping from the, uh, from the start. You know, we, we've, we've done everything that we shouldn't do. And that's how we've learned sort of the best practices for doing so. And so after publishing my own book, ended up going and working for someone uh, who I, I refer to and many people refer to as sort of one of the gurus in the self-publishing space, Michelle Culp. And I worked as her virtual assistant actually for a while. And she had me learning some of, some of the more intermediate type Amazon ads uh, methodologies type things. And it was actually while working with her, I realized that you know, a lot of her authors after you know, she Publish their books, you know, they didn't have anything to do afterwards to really help. Um, you know, there's there's the authors who really are diligent about getting themselves on podcasts and things like that, but there wasn't a lot of good services out there. It wasn't any services, to my knowledge, that really charged an affordable rate to do Amazon advertising. And so I asked Michelle, I was like, hey, like, why don't I, uh, you know, what if I got really good at this? Would you mind, you know, sending a couple of people my way, and you know, we could see what we could do there. And so she uh, sent a few handful of authors my way. And they were all happy. I, I was very upfront at the beginning, just saying, "Hey, I don't really know what I'm doing, but I, uh, I you know, I know more than most at this point. But you know, there's still obviously I'm, I haven't been doing this for too long. And they trusted me. And about a year later, we're now managing over 130 accounts, just purely from word of mouth marketing. You know, we don't put ourselves out there at all, besides you know being lucky enough to speak on panels and, and, and summits like these." But yeah, that's that's kind of the story of how we got there. And luckily, my background is actually in IT. So we wouldn't be able to charge the affordable rates that we charge if we weren't able to really systematize and automate a lot of our backend processes. And what that allows us to do is really make sure that authors' accounts are getting more time they've ever gotten before because authors usually don't want to spend time playing with Amazon ads. They want to spend time doing what they love, which is writing. And so we try to help them spend as much time as they possibly can doing that by taking away this portion of it. You know, I, there's a couple of points or questions I guess I want to make. But, what, you know, one is the, the, the idea behind, um, well, the last point there, the, the authors, you know, the, their expertise is in the topic of their book. Or if a fiction author, you know, the, the creation, uh, the creative process. And look, I, I spent, you know, a lot of my time in that kind of book launch niche, um, helping other people. But, you know, and most people, I've got some friends that love digging into the ads like you, you know, but most people aren't going to want to do that. You know, if, if you want to, that's great. 
if you don't, I don't know how you stay on top of it and figure out what's working and the things I've heard over the years and, and the different you know, tricks and myths about the Amazon algorithm, uh, you know, <laughs> one, if, if they're all true, you got to keep up with them all. And two, you know, you, you should be doing every day what you love doing and then have, let somebody else do what they love doing. If, you know, if it fits with your, in your model, but let's, let's talk about the the myths then. Cause I, it's like, I, I've, I've taken so oh, many courses and, you know, Oh, here's what the algorithm does. Oh, he, uh, you, oh, you did it that way. Well, now it does this. And it's like, <laughs> hocus pocus mumbo jumbo you tell me your thoughts on the algorithm and i, I to me sure. i think it's like you know how do you even know you know everyone acts like they know yeah. but they don't yeah. publish it anywhere I'm, I'm laughing because you're absolutely right there are so many myths out there whether it's oh well if you just you know set your end budget as or set your end date of your campaign to being you know two weeks in the future and amazon will spend your money faster to you know if you have an underperforming campaign in your account well it's going to affect the click-through rate of everything else in your account. There's just so many different fallacies or I don't even, some of them aren't fallacies, but there's so many different pieces of advice out there. And it is very difficult to actually nail down how do you on a daily basis, optimize yourself to have your ads where they need to be, when they need to be in the most effective way. And the only way that I've really, I don't take anyone's word for anything. So I'm a big tester. And what I've actually started to do, you can check it out on my the blog. It's totally free. I just put it out there as a way for me to help structure my research. But I actually perform these studies myself. I've started to get a lot more technical with those studies. But basically anything from what percentage of sales can you expect to come from Canada to, you know, from based on the data that I've seen, you know, what foreign markets will work with, you know, different foreign languages, like maybe even an English book in the US will do really well with Spanish keywords. That's one of the things that I'm testing right now. And so basically, it just comes from I, I've realized that to be the best in the space, you can't be someone who is listening to what everyone else is doing, you have to be trying out these things yourself. And then it's a mixture of that. And then just doing the simplest thing, calling Amazon. <laughs> I call there, I think there a lot of their representatives are a little bit tired of talking to me at this point. But I, I do spend a lot of time calling the representatives and asking them questions. And it's amazing that they, I mean, a lot of them are just very upfront about, uh, about the stuff because it's not meant to be a secret. Amazon is trying to provide authors and readers with the best possible experience. And so the whole, the, like Amazon doesn't make loopholes purposefully. They don't make, you know, they're not trying to create myths. They're just trying to create the best system. And so it's, you know, a lot of, a lot of authors and advertisers make the mistakes of, oh, well, you know, maybe if I just rely on this one myth, my ads will will succeed. But it's it's not. I mean, it's it's a mixture of just doing your due diligence. Is you know, a lot of the ways that work most effectively are the ways that just take work. I mean, that's that's what a, a large portion of what Amazon ads are is just consistent work over time, and that's what gets your ads performed because that's what that's what ninety percent of people just don't do consistent work over time. So, you know, I, I, some, you know, I try to do my research on, on some of this because if there's something I can pick up here or there that, you know, maybe does inadvertently does have an effect. Like one of my favorite things that I'm testing right now is the bid plus, um, you know, 100 upping things by anywhere between 100 and 900% bid, um, you know, based on uh, the relevance that Amazon sees there. But yeah, at the end of the day, it, it's not about, you know, a lot of people try to think, Oh, how can I, how could I, you know, how can I know the secret to Amazon ads? I and mean, it's, it's just not a secret. It's just doing the work consistently. 
Yeah, that's a great point. I, I remember just even with, um, you know, BookBub ads and they came out, you know, there was people telling you that, well, the click, you know, cost per click is, and I, you know, I tested, it's like, and I'm getting much higher clicks if I do the CPM versus CPC, but everybody was saying the opposite. You know, I would see these blog posts. I'm like, where are they getting this? And where are they getting the, you know, and then it, it, people were like saying, you know, when BookBub ads came out, they don't work. It's like, well, they, they can get going a lot faster than Amazon ads, but for the long term, of course, Amazon ads are. So all that testing, you know, it's at some point you got to decide, do you want to keep doing the testing or do you want, you know, someone else? Like, uh, it's like, I, I, I could do that. Sure, probably not as good as you, but I could do it. But why not do it with you? The same thing with, like, I'll tell you, um, you know, doing the, the, you know, who does the, you know, Dave Chesson with keywords. I mean, he does these extensive, I mean, you remind me of the Dave Chesson for Amazon ads because it's just crunching numbers and constantly. And, you know, we've seen from all these, the Google algorithm and all this other stuff, people try to find the loopholes and cheat it. They end up getting burned later anyway. You can't just it's not, find a loophole yeah. and then set it and forget it, right? It's not a long-term solution. Yeah. What's what's like one of the things that surprised you when you called Amazon and they, you know, they revealed if anything? Yeah, so it comes back to one of the biggest myths. And this one really goes against the grain on what a lot of the the experts out there say. And it's that one campaign with a really low click-through rate is going to screw up all your other campaigns. And uh, to me, the jury's still out, but the uh, there's definitely a lot of data on supporting both answers there. And what I mean by that is, you know, I've seen that one campaign, like I'll come in, you know, some uh, like the great thing about what I do is I've, I've really been able to try everything across many different books and authors and, uh, you know, full range of experiences there with trying things out. And I have seen a campaign come in and with otherwise high click through rate campaigns and kind of really take a step back in the whole account because of that, because there is now a lower click through rate. And for some reason that has impacted the other books, but it's never why it's never the why, but I'm more interested in the why behind it. Why does it have that effect? Not just the, the myth that that currently, you know, exists or, or something like that, because on the other side, I've also seen it work tremendously where you can come into an account, do a ton of common word targeting, get ads up and running really quickly with super low click-through rate. I mean, some I have a I have a, an author who does $5,000 a month just from common words alone. And you see things like that and you start to realize that it's not a... Like we're looking at the wrong thing here. It's not a binary one or, or zero with does, you know, does common word targeting really mess up an account or does a low click-through rate really... You know, negatively target account, but I mean, I just I got so frustrated at some point. You know, with all the sources out there, I just called I called this representative at Amazon and just said, "Hey, does one campaign impact another?" And she was like, "Well, what do you mean?" I'm like, "Well, yeah, there's a bunch of keywords in one campaign. There's um, yeah, there's the a, a, there's a really low click through rate on those keywords. Um, how your ad matches up against those keywords is that you know is that going to mess with the rest of the account?" And, she straight up was just like, no, it's only based on keywords. Your click-through rate is only comparative to keywords. And so it, there's no way that one campaign impacts another from the way that we see it. Now, I'm, I'm sure there is still some relevance there, but it's some back-end relevance. That the reasoning, that's not the reasoning. The reason why that campaign, you know, like a campaign came into an account and all the other campaigns can, um, you know, uh, performed worse is not for the reason we think 
it, it did. And so that's, that's exactly it. It's yeah, these myths come from some level of truth, but it's a matter of until you know exactly why this, you know, this myth or this trend is happening, it's not useful because people, people make guesses on, you know, okay, well, here's what we notice. I mean, I guess it's doing the best we can with the data that we're seeing, but I mean, you've really got to dig a level deeper because that's where you really become, you find the data that's empowering for you to actually get better at what you do. It's not just taking the myths at face value, but like figuring out what is the truth behind the myth? What is, what part of the myth is not true? So that's what I try to do. You know, it's kind of like, uh, I don't know, all the standard deviation, all that kind of stuff, but it's like something happens one time to somebody. That doesn't mean it's true. It, it could, you know, it's yeah. an anomaly. And I don't, for me, I always look at it logically. Well, why would they even build that into the algorithm? You know, if that's what happened. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it doesn't right. even make any sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that, that's the building that kind of logic in there could, you know, could make it go haywire later on for some of the reason. What's one of the, you know, when you start with somebody, you know, what, what's kind of what strategy do you start with? You were talking about just like simple keywords. You know, what's kind of the, approach you take to getting people traction on Amazon ads? Some of it's our secret sauce, which I'm going to uh, keep close to my chest here, but I'm happy to share some of it. We do everything is, is kind of our, our main goal. It also depends on the author. Uh, like I said, we have come into an account before and set up a campaign and seen that the rest of the campaigns you know, performed a little worse because of that campaign. And we need to step back at that point and say, okay, how can we make sure that on the next one that doesn't, you know, that doesn't happen. And so, you know, that was, I mean, that was a long time ago. And now when we come into an author's account that we see already has some level of traction, we take a completely different approach now because it's needed. Uh, Amazon has already data, collected data on that book and some of the keywords that it's more so relevant to. And so I, I can't stand here and say, oh, well, it's going to be the same approach for every single book because it's that, I mean, that's just not how it works. Every every book is unique. Every approach needs to be unique to, to those books. Obviously, you can categorize, categorize some of those books within each. Um, you know, some books are going to perform the same. You can relatively start off the same way. But as a blanket statement, we absolutely do, you know, product targeting, heavy product targeting. We separate those, out those auto campaigns from the get-go. We do, at a minimum, 10,000 words of sponsored keyword targeting. We are a big fan of uh, pushing big from day one. So that's that's a couple of tricks. We like to bid low also at the beginning because the whole goal is to find the cheapest keywords to bid on because those are the ones that are really going to drive traction for you and be able to actually get you know an A cost down below 20%, 30%. So those are just a few of the the tips and tricks without giving away everything. You know, when we we hop into an account, we really assess what we see there. When we come into uh we'll say one more thing there. When we come into an account that's already selling uh, let's say they're doing somewhere between you know any more than 30 books a month, we'll rely heavily on the search term data that Amazon provides back to us just to uh, look at what keywords could also be added in. That's you know how we really help drive those accounts is just by getting more consistent about the churn because they've already got some stuff that's working for them. They just need a little more optimization. Um, so if that gives you a little bit more insight into how we set things up. Yeah, so um, without giving the secret sauce, the... Just from a general standpoint, you, are you, you're saying if you've got an existing book, because we got people on that are, you know, they've got, they're planning to write a book. They want to know what they're going to do long term. And then we've got people that have got books and like, it's probably not functioning as I want it to. And to me, this is one of the approaches here. 
um, at Book Profit School. It's like, we got to, you know, let's maximize what you got with your book. Let's add tack on some other business on the end. And that's why I like having you on board because for me, it's like, that's a no brainer. The book's done. I've got it out there. I need ads running to it. I need that maximized. I'm on to the next thing, you know, piece of business attached to that book. But you're saying if somebody's got a book, you have the tech, you've built all this like high tech AI, whatever it is, right? So you you go out there somehow and figure out what it's already being searched, you know, how it's being searched, how it's being found somehow. You take that and then you build the, you start building campaigns that way, right? Yeah, the program doesn't do all that. Okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna, okay. not gonna pretend that uh, that the program is more than it is. There, the, the program is a lot of our uh, takes care of a lot of our very repetitive tasks. So anything like creating campaigns or um, there's a lot of repetitive tasks that you can automate with uh, something called um, for our other fellow tech nerds out there, Pi Auto GUI which is a package of Python that is very convenient for automating very repetitive tasks. But we do essentially have processes in place where that is the, the same story still exists of what you're saying is we do make sure we go out and find everything that we can possibly find relevant to that book. And, you know, from day one, we need to be targeting those things. And then I'm, I'm just trying to think of 10, the idea of 10,000 words is like, oh my God, if I had to do that, you know, set up that many ads, I, you know, I go nuts. I set up an auto keywords ad. That's easy. Click. And it's like, works oh, for I some got, people. I yeah. got to pull some <laughs> keywords, man. It's just such a drag. I'll put it off till tomorrow. And, uh, you know, so getting, I mean, there's huge value in just getting 10,000 keywords out pretty quick. And then that's why I'm a big proponent of just, you know, having someone else do it. But, uh, what, what about, so, let's just let's branch to the organic side of keywords there's this i maybe i'm making it up in my head but i the myth to me was once you set your keywords you should never change them in you know inside kdp or seven phrases what's your opinion on that and how does that relate to you know running ads to keywords as well yeah, so that's on the KDP side. So I definitely am not well versed on that sort of thing. I'll let the experts talk on that, okay. but I probably not your guy to answer that one, to be honest. And is it uh, you know based on what those are set to? Does that have any impact on what you're doing? Do you, I mean, do you need to know that when you're starting to work with somebody? And 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 what and what does that like? If I've got a keyword that says self publishing, do you avoid it? Do you push it more? What, what, what's kind of your strategy behind that? That's a great point. Um, yeah, so those keywords are still relevant to us. And so as we build out our service more and more, it's okay, what other pieces of the pie here can we control? Because yes, you know, we can set up campaigns all day long, but there are a lot of other factors that go into whether these books sell or sell well or not. You know, the description, the cover, the title, these keywords on the back end. And so yes, that is definitely relevant. I mean, Amazon uses those as part of their analysis of what's relevant. I mean, it's amazing some of the things that get pulled into Amazon's analysis of what they should be showing. Um, I was reading up the other day, even within reviews, some of the keywords that people leave in reviews are also going to be used for Amazon as a way to indicate relevance towards certain niches and topics. I never quite understood that until you just said it, because I remember I see them down there right above the reviews, and it's like... I know somebody said to use those for something or other, but <laughs> that, that's good to know. What else do they need to know? Let's, you know, as far as, I guess, do you have a kind of a definition or a line of where, you know, people's levels of 
tech or levels of expertise where they should just like bag it and get help. I mean, you're like, I, I you know, I'm, I don't want to sound like I'm pumping your service, but for the, <laughs> for the price, it's kind of ridiculous not to do, but you know, let's just say like, if I'm a guy who kind of wants to do everything myself, you know, what, what's the criteria for me to be able to do it versus when I should hire it out? Yeah, that's a great question, right? At the end of the day, what I say is the best person who you can who can do your Amazon ads for you is you. And if you don't want to do them, then it's us. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it really is. I mean, you know your book the best. You are definitely, uh, you know, you can, if you can systematize it into your day, then you know you are going to be the best equipped to do your Amazon ads. Now that does require extensive learning. I mean, you can't do it passively. You have to be willing to invest in it. Like the best way that I think if an author wants to do it themselves, I would honestly suggest just setting aside an hour a day to learn Amazon ads over a month. And it's those little baby steps every day because it can be very overwhelming at first. I remember when I first got into this, it was uh, extraordinary all the different moving parts to it and. Only, you know, recently have I really started to feel like I have a grasp on the whole picture. And that's when you start, you know, that's when you step back and start wondering, well, okay, well, what can I, what can I control that we're not currently controlling? Just things like those keywords and the book descriptions and things like that. But that's besides the point. You need to spend, uh, I mean, if you are going to invest in this, like you need to be prepared, not just to think about it as, okay, you know, let me set up these ads, especially if you're a multi-author. I think maybe that's, that's a, a good, you know, binary way to measure it. If, if you're going to be a multi-author who's going to be doing this for you know a really long time, then you know it might be worth you know we have a course. There's many courses out there. You know, getting a, a course for your virtual assistant to learn it. You know that that's probably you know that might be a cheaper way for you to to go about doing it. That might be a, a more effective tailored approach to you. Um, you know, but for yourself, like don't don't go into it thinking you're if you're not going to be willing and you don't have the time to set aside at least an hour a day throughout a month then you should come talk to someone like us or, you know, someone like Brian Cohen, you know, some of the people in the space who do Amazon advertising. Um, so it, it, just think of it as an investment. And if you're not going to have the time to put that investment in, then it's probably going to be better to outsource that work. That was my next question was, you know, is there any different approach if you've got multiple books? And, and one, obviously, like, if, first of all, I've got multiple books. I have no interest in, in learning you know, it's, it's, you know, I think you gotta, you gotta figure out cost benefit analysis or it's like, where's my time best spent? It's, it's not doing that for me. Cause unless I want to, even if I wanted to do it a hundred percent of the time, then I got to compete with you, forget it. But let me ask you this. Is there any reason, let's say like, I've got a kind of a flagship book, or this is the book I really want ads to run on, but I've got some other books that I've just turned on auto keywords. Is that like hurting, helping Theoretically, it sounds like it shouldn't matter one way or another, especially with different books. No, uh, theoretically, it, it's it shouldn't. Um, now, there's always funky things. The Amazon is still a very glitchy platform. I don't, you know, I think they are building it out as as fast as they can. I mean, when you think about it, I mean, they they just built this store, and the whole point was to build the store, and then all of a sudden they realized, oh, we've got Windows space, Windows space being you know top of search, you know, things like that, product pages where we can start displaying ads. So this has been a very quick quickly formed business model on their end. And I mean, if you look at just how quickly the ad revenue portion of Amazon is growing over the past few quarters, it is absurd. So obviously, there's still going to be some glitches in the system and some sort of unexpected things that do occur. 
So it's good to be cognizant, but from what I've seen, there's no reason why one book should should impact um, the performance of another book. Even if you've just got it on auto, there shouldn't be any issues there. That's good to know. So hopefully I haven't screwed anything up so far, what I'm doing. Uh, great. We're going to go in there and take a look. We'll see. <laughs> I know. That's a, we're going we're to get to that. In fact, we're getting to that right after this interview. Well, at least I got some paperwork to do. Um <laughs> Any last parting words for people that are just starting out? You know, what, what point do they get us? If I'm in the middle of writing my book, at what point should I be thinking about Amazon ads and, 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 and get, what kind of groundwork can I do, even if it's book description and so forth, title? Yeah, I, I think focus on creating a really good product and focus on describing that product really well. Description page, the title, things like that. You don't need to be thinking about Amazon ads, you know, when you're writing chapter three. <laughs> that's, you know, that's that's not gonna. That's not really, focus on finishing the book first. You know, that that's that's the most important thing. And then, you know, come back around once you've got that book up on KDP, and that's when I I think that's when you should start really looking into to Amazon ads. I to be honest, the way I learn is just very hands on. I can't learn something unless I'm in there fiddling with things on a daily basis. So. You know, you could plan to learn ads before you launch your book and, you know, spend an hour a day while you're working on the launch stuff. But I mean, to be honest, I think you'll forget most of those things before you even get to the ads. I, I, I'm very hands-on. I'm sure some of you out there are hands-on. I'm sure some of you out there, you know, learn very differently than, than that. But I don't think you need to worry about Amazon ads until you got something up on KDP uh, published up there. <laughs> Well, that's too bad because I like being distracted when I'm writing. That way I can procrastinate <laughs> a little bit. So anyway, that's awesome. Your service and your course is both both available at advancedamazonads.com, right? So we'll put that yes, link sir. below here. And uh, that this is great stuff because, I, I, you know, one is you've dispelled some myths that, you know, everyone's running around looking for the hack and it's just about putting in the work, um, yeah. you know, one way or another, getting help with it or doing it yourself. And uh, anyway, so awesome. Alex, thanks so much. Everybody, thanks for joining us. This has been another amazing session. For me, it's like I'm excited about building out the, the Amazon ads portfolio long term and have that running for me so that I, you know, I, I can't tell you it takes a while to get going. But once you have your books out there and you got emails coming in and so forth, I mean, I see, you know, my one of my books is I get five to 20 emails a day from that. So, you know, it takes a while to get it done, but that this, this will help you get it done by getting, you know, it in front of more potential people for your audience. So anyway, Alex, thanks again, everybody. We will talk to you on the next session. Thank you. Hey everybody. Thanks for joining me on this episode of book profit secrets. You know, Abraham Lincoln once said if he had six hours to chop down a tree, he would spend the first four sharpening his axe. That's what this podcast is meant to do. That's also what we do on our site, our companion site, Ray.fm. So check us out there and sharpen your axe, increase your influence, income, and audience, and we'll see you next time.